Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Authentic Life Radio. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. I'm Sarah. And welcome to 2020. 2020. Can you believe it? <laughs> no, this feels like one of those years that was never going to, it was never supposed to happen. <laughs> We're never going to make it to 2020. It's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. So I, I was um, thinking about how I was born in 1977. To me, that sounds like, you know, a great time to be born because it's toward the end of the, right. you know, to think that when somebody said that they were born in, you know, or they lived in 1909 or 19, you know, all of that, that sounded like that was crazy. And to think now yes. that somebody that's born in 2077 is going to think, <laughs> dang, somebody was born in, in 1977 and lived through the twenties. Right. So here's that's the nuts. Thing. So my, um, my youngest sister posted, um, last week on Facebook, welcome to the roaring twenties. And I was right. explaining to my right. girls, I said, you know, I have a definition of my, in my brain through, through history and, and so what the roaring twenties mean. Flapper girls, right? And, <laughs> and so to think that we're doing the twenties again, mm-hmm. is just very unreal to me. I agree. It's crazy. You know, I, um, so we're both in our early forties. We've lived through five decades, mm-hmm. two centuries, <laughs> two millennia, and we're just in our early 40s. <laughs> That's nuts, Steph. I hadn't thought about it like that. That's crazy. I also saw that on Facebook. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm not uh, trying to I mean, not look like on Facebook. The two, thing, the two times I've been on Facebook in the last three <laughs> weeks, those are the things that I saw. That's funny. So, but yeah, it, it's just like this is this time that... I never, I feel like when I was a kid, if I had to think of 2020, I'd think we'd look like the Jetsons now, mm-hmm. right? Now I don't want to look like the Jetsons at all. But can you believe that, like, I remember watching the Jetsons and thinking that they could see each other, like, they called Although one I another? I do want a robot who will come clean my house. Now that would be nice. That would be nice. And just walk through this, like walk through the thing and get changed, have a shower and change and all that. Perfect. That, yeah, that would cut down on my I getting, know, getting ready time. Getting ready takes so long. But I remember watching and thinking they can see each other talk while they're talking on the telephone. We can do that. And that's crazy to me that I was like, Thumb. they were doing FaceTime. They were FaceTiming. And we do that now. Like, that's so weird. That's right. crazy. So yeah. it, I'm, I'm kind of wrapping my mind around it. Um, McKenna being 14 has really taken on this this new decade what does this new decade mean and when we met last thursday for our next level mastermind we talked about our goals for the year and then we talked about one goal for the decade and i just can't really wrap my mind around a new decade and and what all what will happen i don't know what will happen mm-hmm. i don't i don't know i will tell you i w- was very very happy to leave behind the last decade yes um and i never would have the decade that i just survived i never would have thought that that would have been my life so for me i'll be really honest i'm i i'm scared i have fear about what the next decade holds because everything that happened in the last decade, everything that I loved and held so dearly, I felt like was just taken and stripped from me. 
But God is helping me to understand that that stripping away is going to give me the best next decade that I could possibly have. And he's instilling this confidence in me that it was so that I can have good next decades or this decade coming up. Um, And so I, when we, I wasn't really excited about this, but I'm getting more excited is what I'm trying to tell you. I'm getting more excited because God's instilling this confidence that I really can have hope for the next for the next decade, and I can make goals because He has an anointing and a a promise over a destiny for me. Mm-hmm. And had I not experienced the last decade, I couldn't get to the place where He wanted me to go because I was being groomed. Okay, we yes, you can use that word. I was being manipulated. I was not being able to. Well, be if who you I've think of. A- I'm thinking of God terms. You were being groomed by God for the next decade for your (laughs) destiny. I was trying. I was trying to be good. Yes. I love you (laughs) because I have nothing nice to say on the other side. Yeah. And so going, going to that, I'm sorry we go to this, but I want, and I know I keep saying this, but more and more clearly I see how God is going to use it. I remember when I was 18 and um, having this call call on my life to to ministry in some way. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what that, I had no idea. And I ended up, I had, I had all these ideas and I thought that I was doing all of those things the right way and they were never going to happen in the situation that I was in because I wasn't. That doesn't mean you weren't doing them right, the right way. Correct. I understand that. But what they, they wouldn't have happened um, because of the situation that I was in because I wasn't supported or encouraged. I, um, and, I and the other thing, too, is I never w- would have understood um, the, the population that or the people that God really has called me to minister to couldn't understand unless I've gone through what I've gone through. And, um, and so I can look back now on the last decade and see all of that and understand that God was grooming me, preparing me for what it is. And so I just now, um, we were, before we were, before we hit the the record button, we were sitting here talking and I'm just like, I'm just ready to record because I was, we were sharing some really, or I was mostly sharing some personal things. Steph and I haven't gotten to see each other for been about three weeks. Well, since we've recorded. So, you know, we're kind of catching up. And then I was telling her that this past December was just, I thought that I had reached my lowest of lows. I thought that I had reached that place where, you know, thinking about death as, as being a better alternative to life. I thought those days were gone and December did something in me and it broke something in me, but I survived. And, and I'm here talking because God has helped me to understand that 2019 was my year of survival. 2020 will be my year of healing to step into the purpose and plan he has for me. You can, of course you can. Okay. Did it break you or did it scratch the scab off? Good point. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. And why I say it broke me, because there's still this desire to control my situation. 
there's still this desire to to try to to not hurt, to do all of those things. And when I say breaking, there's this inside I can feel this this crushing, which to me is a breaking. Okay. Of getting me to a place where I'm 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 going to surrender to this. Um to, to surrender to what's happened and to surrender to the plans that he has for me instead of me trying to think that I I have to, my life has to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. So that's why I probably use the word breaking. Okay. Um, can I use a different word? Of course you can. Okay. Um, only because these are things that we have talked about before. But what about scorching? Because we have talked about the ashes and the burning and... And the beauty that grows from that, mm-hmm. we, you and I have personally talked about a phoenix and what it looks like and what it represents. Mm-hmm. And so what about scorching? Uh, okay. I, I like that. I like that word. Um, he burned stuff out of me. He scorched stuff out of me. He has, I'm perfectly fine. Of course, using that word. I, um, because I don't see a broken woman. I'm not, I, I want to be a humble yet confident, strong, and courageous woman. And you are. Yes, I am. And I'm going to start taking compliments. That's something that God's really instilling in me. I've got to step into the things that have been spoken over me for so many years are not true. The lies that I believed about myself are not true. And what I want to do is I want to take that kind of thing because I I did survive and not only have am I survived, I've done a, God's done a lot of good things in me the past year. Did I late make a lot of mistakes? Yes. And I know you're going to say, because you're human. You're human. I get it. <laughs> so anyways, anyways, I, um, so this year, the year of 2020 is a year of healing for me. And I'm looking forward to seeing what all that entails because before you, before I sat down here and I was telling you about that, I knew that it was a healing for me, but I also firmly believe that God is speaking over my life. It's a healing for other people out of my own scorching, my own brokenness, all of that. It's the year of healing. And am I going to be available to him to let him heal me so that I can speak that to heal others? That's where I want to be. And that's what I want to do. So it's not just that healing's not just about me. And as we set, as we sat down here, um, I was thinking about that, but sitting here talking, I know that it's about that and and nothing that if we allow it, nothing that we go through is ever, is ever wasted, but we have to make that choice. And I understand that. I totally get that. And, um, so what am I going to do with my experiences? So you're right. Yeah. I I mean, you're your healing is not just for you and it's not just for anyone else that you would help along the way mm-hmm. because I am going to thoroughly enjoy your healing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you will. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It has been as your sister, mm-hmm. it was sometimes excruciating. To watch the last 10 years. Um, 
as your sister who could see from the outside looking in. It was lucky I'm not in jail. <laughs> I mean, we'll just be honest about it. But um, I can tell you that on this side of it, maybe because I'm sitting in a different seat. And I believe that. And I'd need people like you. I see it. Right. And there have been people, you, some other people that have come along beside me and to say, this is what I have seen all along. You haven't been able to see it. Um, and about myself, mm-hmm. uh, about the things that this, the, the, the call that God's placed. When you say, life. I want to be, I want to be, I want to be, we are here to say you already are. Correct. And, and you do that well. You speak life over me, to me, for me. And that's the kind of, and those are the kinds of people that um, I feel guilty. So I, I'm struggling. Guilt is not from God. I, <laughs> well, there is a, there's a healthy guilt. Shame's not from God. I, I've, I, there's a guilt that comes from. There's a conviction. Yes. And there's a guilt that comes with if I've screwed something up. I'm not, I mean, I've made mistakes again. I know I'm human, Steph. I get it. Get it, Steffi. But the guilt that I'm feeling. If you're breathing, somebody's making a mistake somewhere. <laughs> I promise. No, what I mean. Okay. So maybe it's this shame, but I feel this tremendous, like the pain that has been caused to my parents, to um, my extended family, to my children, to you, to to some other people in my life. I, I take that. I'm taking that on myself. And God's like, Sarah, stop it's it. It's not take. mine to take. It is not your burden to take. That has nothing to do. No matter what you've been told, no matter what you've been convinced of or right. been manipulated to believe, right. that is not yours to take on. And I... Um, and so I'm letting, I'm starting to let that stuff go. I'm starting to understand that, um, that I have, to, I have to be patient and be confident, um, at the same time. I mean, there's, I don't want to get too far ahead of God, but I got to walk along beside him, you yeah. know? And so, um, but I, I, I don't, I think that. I, I don't want, I want this to be positive, a positive <laughs> podcast. I don't know if it's doing that or not, but this past month, I just needed to confess that this past month I thought was going to kill me again, but it didn't. And I want to use my voice, the voice that God's given me, the voice that I have, the scars that I have, the, all of that to step into what he's asked me to do. And I want to do that courageously and confidently this year. So, um, you just said, but it didn't, which made a lyric run through my head because of course. my brain relates everything to music. Have you heard Taylor Swift's song, I Forgot That You Existed? Yes. I love that song. Yeah. That needs to be your theme song for the year. <laughs> I thought that it would kill me, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it and it didn't. The only You know what is crazy? I think that he thought it would kill me. I think he hoped it would kill you. And it could have been. Um, But it didn't. And I'm going to now have a voice that is going to, um, to, I want it to be a a light, a a life-giving 
life sustaining voice because I. And here's what I will always tell you. Mm-hmm. You have always, in the 18 years that I have known you, walked alongside God in everything that you have done. Have you made mistakes? Yes, because you're human. <laughs> If we would title this podcast, it'd be, (laughs) you are human. (laughs) You have always walked alongside God in a way that I stand in awe of. You have always been a light and a life giver to the people that you serve through your words through a hug, through an understanding touch. You have always been taking one right next step toward your destiny. Always. Did the last 20 years give you a defined message and a defined topic to teach on and and to have a knowledge of that I'll never have. I don't because my husband would be dead before he did that crap to me. Just I mean I, the I, one thing that your ex husband hated the most about me was that he could not manipulate me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that is true. And <laughs> And he's lucky I didn't kill him. <laughs> it's just, just, you know. Um, you have always been doing and living what you say right now you want to do and live. It hasn't. And you know what's funny is it hasn't felt like this. And so the thing that I'm, God's teaching me is my feelings lie. Our feelings lie to us. They do. They can take us down a path that is just not true or just not right. And um, and I can and tell- And here is why. My husband will tell you, what you focus on is what you feel. You were focused on the shit that was being fed to you, which manipulated your feelings. Right. And I will tell you, there are things that are totally outside of someone's control, such mm-hmm. as- such as other people's actions, other people's actions, feeling, I mean, well, no, knowing that everything that I had built um, and was building, what I thought I was building was stripped away. Those things are truth. And so obviously those are going to affect my feelings. Um, and obviously you have to grieve them. But there comes a time, I was just listening to a sermon today. Well, let's see what, if I can find that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um Oh, T.D. Jake said, um, in order for you to find your strength, you not only have to go into the crushing, but you must come out of it. Mm-hmm. Don't get stuck in the crushing. There is a time for crushing and there is a time for all of that. And there's a time to freaking grieve it and to all of that. You have there is to. A season. There is a season. But I'm hearing God saying, don't get stuck there, Sarah. It is time to come out of that. It is time to become new wine. That crushing, the, the grapes that I have been crushing, is time for you to step into, um, to, 
to new wineskin, to new wine, to be to be all of this. I thought that I, you know, I thought that I was on the right pace. I have this visual of you being like a barrel of wine right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's so true. I mean, and, and this, this crushing that has been about is ultimately for my good to get me to the place where I'm supposed to be. I know that there are people out there that, that think I wish she would just shut up about this. I do too. <laughs> I get on my own nerves sometimes. I really do. There are times that but I also understand that there are people out there that are in the midst of the crushing. Of the crushing. And are, they need to know that you can see, get out of it. Correct. They under and 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 all of us have this different continuum of what our what crushing in our life looks like. I mean, there's things that I will never understand, this deep pain. There's people that will never understand. I mean, it, but pain is pain. There is no, we are human. We're going to feel pain. Mm-hmm. Um, you grieve it. But then there comes a time when that's done and you have to step into the barrel to become wine. And that is where um, I feel God. No, I know. It's not a feeling, cause I, but I know that God is taking me. And I'm going to kick Satan's ass. Yeah, you are in it. You already are because you're standing. Correct. But I am kicking Satan's ass. I will continue to kick Satan's ass. And I hold fast to that, that, um, that he's not going to take away why I was created. Not going to do it. And I don't know what other people could be thinking about for their 2020. Um, but there is a reason and a purpose why you're breathing, why you have life. And, Although there might be anxiety in it and fear in it, don't give in to those feelings because it is not, we have, our lives were made to be lived and don't believe those feelings, believe the truth. And lived abundantly. Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct. Um, Yeah. So I'm really... We're talking about a, a new decade. I was scared. Not any. There is fear, but I'm not scared um, in that way. I'm excited. Have you ever seen the movie with um, it's Reese Witherspoon and Chris Pine and um, what's his name? Yes. Oh, he's so pretty. Um, I can't think of his name right now. I can see his face. Mm-hmm. Um do you know which one I'm talking about? Where they're best friends yes. and they're fighting, they're over, fighting her. Her right, over her, right? Because they're both like secret agents. Yes, yes, yes. And and the one whose name I can't come up with right now um, has a child, and they're taking karate, and the kid gets hurt, and the other parent says that fear, it, um, pain is fear leaving the body, <laughs> <laughs> and so you just you've been in pain. You have had fear, but it is time to stand up and. Yep. And it doesn't mean that I'm not, and it doesn't mean that I'm not going to struggle. It does not mean that I'm not going to have things that knock me back down. Um, It doesn't mean that, that um, I'm not going to have setbacks, but again, I'm further along now than I was and I'm going to continue on that path and, and, and get up and be stronger for it. Right. So I was on the damn Facebook the other day. It's been on there like two times in the last month. Like I really have had very limited Mm -hmm. social media 
over this holiday break. And um, one of the two times I'm on there, I see a very lovely post from um, my sister-in-law. And there's a comment on there that seven years ago would have knocked me flat. Would have knocked me flat and I would have rolled around for weeks. I laughed. I read it to my husband. I said, can you believe this shit? (laughs) (laughs) And then I said, it is what it is. It is what it is. Your triggers will not always hit you as hard. I agree as with they that. do right now. I look at there will be a day when we will laugh, uh-huh. and you will say, "Can you believe this shit?" <laughs> I'm telling you what. Ten years ago, I can't believe the things that bothered me. I'm like, if that was the most <laughs> things that I had to worry about ten years ago, I mean, I would. I mean, who I am now, yeah. I would. I mean, it would. It's like a speck of dust, right. seriously. Um, and now I look and I know that I'm building, God is building because I am a sensitive creature. I am tender. I have a tender heart. I, I know those things about myself. God had to build up some kind of tough skin so that I can go into what he has called me to do. There is no doubt about that. And, um, that's, you know what? That's a maturing process that yep. everybody has to go through. And I'm not going to apologize that I was seven years ago would have been rolling around because, but what's to be celebrated is that seven years in the future, you're, you're doing what you're doing and I'm where I am. And I think that girl thought she had so much figured out. She didn't have anything figured out. She, Mm -hmm. but I love her heart. I still love my, I love that I had that heart, that tender heart, because that tender heart, I still have my tender heart, Yes, you do. but I'm also developing a tough skin and you have to, you have to, in order to not care about what people are saying, if you know what you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing. You, have- I'm just sitting here thinking I was born with like reptile skin or something. You were not. Stop it. Because okay. you, you just said that you would have been rolling on the ground. You're not I w- fooling I me. I would now. have. I would have. But um, a lot of my, a lot of my late teens, and. All of my 20s, I was conditioned to care what other people think about me. I was not raised to care what other people think about me. But through outside sources and things that I let influence me, I was conditioned Mm -hmm. to care whatever people think about me. I can tell you today, I love people. I love people people but i don't care what people think about me that's exactly right when i lay my head down at night me and god have to be comfortable with the choices that i made Mm -hmm. or the apologies that i have to make because i'm human and i make mistakes you know one of the things that i enjoy doing most and um okay i don't enjoy making mistakes i hate it it's awful (laughs) terrible whatever you grow from them Correct. But one of the things that I'm loving doing, um, and I wouldn't have, I would not have been able to say this in my teens, early twenties, because I'm the oldest. I want to be right. I, I, I don't. And the other thing too, is I hate hurting people. So the thought that I would ever hurt someone, I feel like I have, like, I would feel like I would have to justify why I chose something. So 
I could, I wouldn't think that I was hurting somebody if that makes mm-hmm. any sense whatsoever. Um, but one of my favorite things to do now is to apologize or to own up to a mistake yes. or to, to do that because I understand that my mistakes nor my victories validate who I am. They don't give me, they don't say what my worth and my value is, my victories nor my mistakes do. I know who I am. I, what validates me is I'm a child of God. I am the daughter of the most high King, which makes me a freaking princess. And you can call me Cinderella if you want. Um, But what I'm trying to say is that's who I am. Not anything that I screw up or anything. So I'm really enjoying going to somebody and saying, you know what? Yeah, I messed that up. You can ask my coworker. Bless her heart. She's always, I'm like, I screwed that one up. But I'm laughing at myself. In right. it. Um, um, and, and, and apologizing, or I'll go down to my boss and say, yeah, but I have to do it almost immediately. And that makes my coworker um, laugh at me too, because I'm like, I just have to go tell some, I have to, you know, whatever. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, it's kind of, and the other thing I'm trying to do right now is Sometimes it's okay to just not say anything, but I can't do it. That's beside the point. Um, anyways, I just, it's become one of my favorite things to do because what the past 10 years have, have shown me that I can survive what I didn't think I would ever survive that would have been outside of my realm of anything. So making a mistake or having somebody upset with me or whatever is becoming less and less a rolling on the moment kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's another blessing of that. I, yes. We have, I have to, and I want to be able, I want to do this. I want to live this out. I want to do this in a, in a good way so that I can help other people understand that, that what we thought would undo us is actually the thing that's going to um, propel us to, to our destiny. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's not an undoing. It's just, it's, it's actually making us whole. If that makes any sense. I think it does. Okay. I think it does. Yeah. So I love that I get to be around. I'm surrounding myself with more and more positive people all the time. And, and we, and some, and sometimes we, um, we we get to choose that because they're face to face. Other times it is by listening to certain podcasts or sermons or music or whatever. But what we put into our head and mm-hmm. our, our thoughts um, is really, really important because I can talk myself into believing anything. And guess what? I'm wrong a lot <laughs> on some things. But, so I, it's time to stop listening to myself and listening to truth. And listening to voices from the past. I want that for other people as well. Okay. So I was actually saving this bit of information to record an episode of Authentic, uh, not, what's my podcast? Of Thriving, Thriving Mosaic. Mosaic. <laughs> um, which I haven't put an episode of that out since like after Free the Dream. Oh, really? September. Yeah. Okay. But I figure we're doing this. So people are still hearing my voice. So I'm good. Um. But now's the time. Okay. Perfect. I had um, a friend tell me a few weeks ago, a few months ago, but let's be honest, everything's the other day 
you know, I just, right. You just, that's just the way my brain works. That, um, she just talking about how she was, was having, um, a rough time and, you know, she's like, I really look up to you because I, I feel like you got it all together. <laughs> Which I laugh. Sure. I ain't got nothing together. Let's be honest. You've got some stuff together. I know. Stop. I do. Okay. Um, you get on me for stuff. But I know. I, oh, I, I oh, just, okay. I, I do know, but it is fun to pull, to make fun of myself. Sure it is. Um, and so I sat down on the cliff and I'm like, do I give off the impression that I have everything together? And he said, maybe. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> That's actually edited. That's not what I said. Good job, Steph. Way to edit. And thank you. And, and he said, he said, you have your emotions together. You have emotionally You got it all together. Now, that doesn't mean I don't have days I don't want to get out of bed. And that doesn't mean that I, you know, don't have sad days. And um, I, I woke up sad a couple of weeks ago and I couldn't figure out why I was sad. And then I remembered why I was sad and I had my time and I put on a bandana and everything was better. Mm-hmm. Um. That doesn't mean that I don't have days where I struggle. But on the majority of my days, I have my emotions in check. And so Cliff says, I give off the impression that I have it all together. I ain't got it all together. Like, really, you should see my kitchen table right now. I ain't got nothing together. So... Sarah did see my kitchen table. She knows that yeah, it's, it's a mess, right? Because sometimes <laughs> to organize one thing, something else has to get destroyed in the process. That, and that's life you know? too. You know and what that, I'm saying? And that is that's that okay. is the definition of, of life. You know, to get one thing in order, sometimes that has to screw up something else. And that's what I'm in the process right now. So, but here's what this whole conversation. Um, with with Cliff and then and then thinking on after brought me and and praying and just talking to God about what was going on in my mind. In 2012, I made a very specific prayer that I prayed daily and that I held fast for the whole year. Father God, define who you see me as. Show me who I am through you, not any other label that anyone else has ever stuck to me. Mm-hmm. It became a daily prayer all year long. And so I don't see an abused little girl. I don't see a woman with a snow butt. I don't see thunder thighs. I don't see a cold hearted bitch. I don't see any 
of those things because that's not who God says that I am. That's correct. Which led me to this. You say I am loved when I can't feel a thing. You say I am strong when I think I am weak. And you say I am held when I am falling short. And when I don't belong, you say I am yours and I believe. I believe what you say of me. I believe. Lauren Daigle. Lauren Daigle. Can we just hear that on the radio and sing it with her because it's a pretty song? Or can we stand up every day and know that it is truth? Correct. Correct. And know that it is undisputable, godly truth. And so I believe with my whole heart, you could be at a place where you say at the end of January, I am healed because I think that in the next three weeks, God can show you undeniably who he sees you as. Undeniably, it can still be the year of healing. Right. But it doesn't have to take all year. No. And I don't mean like, I agree with you the three weeks or I believe whatever. Like I said, I firmly believe that that, what, that that word that he spoke over me is not just for me. It is about me stepping into that anointing. Absolutely. To step into me speaking healing because I've experienced it myself. So that that word is not, not for me. Is not for just you. for me. Right. It is for every woman who has been or anybody that wants to hear what's if anybody wants to hear it, that they have been told certain things or believe certain things or have been mistreated, abused, any of those things that it can be, I can be a salve, Mm -hmm. you know, my, my, what I've experienced, what I have, what I have survived and not only survived, but I have been, molded and shaped into what I was created to be through that experience. I want, I want to be a, I want that to be my confidence that I can wake up without anxiety to know that everything that I've experienced has been for why I was created and will be used for the glory of God. Well, you know it, you know that that's, it's exactly right. And, and and I love I love that whatever whatever twenty twenty holds for myself or for any anybody listening, there's gonna be some really good times, there's gonna be some really hard times, but at the end of the day, God is in control, He has good things, and this is not all that there is. It's really, really not. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm looking forward to when I can when when I meet Jesus face to face and he's he's just everything that I've ever experienced here it's going to just going to go away absolutely and he's going to um just going to he's going to give me a big old hug i just know it and i'm excited for that and it's going to be it worth it it will be more it's going to be worth it's it it's not a hug it's an embrace yeah Absolutely. There's a difference. You know, yes. 
Actually, can I tell you? But not so, everybody knows that, so I needed. I felt like I needed to explain there. Actually, I, 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 <laughs> I um, if you've listened to any of our podcasts, and I talk about you know what I think heaven's going to be like, <laughs> that I'm going to be with creatures and all kinds of stuff, I get it. And then, um, but the thing that I, um, this this idea, this vision in my head that I've been given recently, has just been about Jesus. That's just it, because I've just had to focus on him in order, nothing else has mattered. Only only he has really, truly mattered. And so I've had this um, vision of what I would do. I, I've been trying to imagine once I get there, what it's going to be like and and what I'm going to do when I get to, and so I, um, like, like the woman um, who washed his feet, I want to get down on and and get down and get as low as I can and and I've been talking to him about that and and you know the vision that he gave me was him dropping to his knees as well and just embracing me because he wants to hold me and he wants to take care of me and and, and understand that he that that's his heart it's not to to be above or to do anything but that he himself lowers him, just like he did when he became a baby and all of that and even in heaven, he just he just wants to embrace. He just wants to to do all of that. And so that vision of of the heart of Jesus has has sustained me, especially throughout this last month. Because again, I've made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I've screwed a lot of stuff up. Um, and dang, that's hard. But when when I get up there, it's not going to matter because yeah. I'm his girl. Absolutely, and and he loves me, um, and I want that to be the heartbeat of my life. That I know that I'm his girl, and through that, I love this. Um, my parents got me this journal for um, for Christmas, and I'm using it to um, to put notes in from from sermons and stuff. Um, but the, but the quote is from Holly Girth and it says she believed she was love and it made her brave. Mm-hmm. And to the core, I'm believing I am loved and I'm going to, to be brave and strong and courageous and all of that. And just yeah, be who I'm created to be. Absolutely. With confidence. And um, I- I'm excited about that. As you should be. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's really easy to sit in front of a microphone and talk this way, especially when I'm with you. It makes me brave. It does all of that. Tomorrow morning, if it's been like any of the past 30 days, the overwhelming anxiety mm-hmm. to get out of to, to get out of bed has is, is, it's honestly been really, really overwhelming. I, tomorrow morning... <laughs> When if the anxiety comes or when it comes, I'm just putting it out here because I want to be authentic and vulnerable and all of those things. I want to remember me sitting here in front of this microphone and speaking. This stuff is true and it is how I truly feel, but my feelings can have a way of just messing with me. Do you have index cards of your truths? Yes. That you can keep by your bed? They're not by my bed. They're at my office. They need to be by your bed. You know, post-it notes all over your house. uh And I have everywhere. Yeah. So, and that's something else I used to put verses all over. So I'm doing that again, like in my house, I'm doing that again. Um, I'm, 
Yes, it has. To, and that, and it's, it, that, that's what's crazy to me is it's an intentional thing. When you wake up tomorrow, if the anxiety comes, I say you shout one truth into the room out loud. That's funny that you say that. So I've been, <laughs> I've been talking out loud. I pray right when I wake up. I mean, just talk to God normally right when I wake up. But it's funny that you say that because this morning I said I was talking out loud and I just said, these feelings are not true. (laughs) These are not true. What is true is I am a child of God. You know, so that's so funny that you say that. It's become your morning habit. Absolutely. My morning habit is to get into... um, just immediately, the first thing I do is I just, I look at scripture. Mm-hmm. That's my very first thing. Um, actually, that's not the very first. I start praying. And then I hit the spin. Then- <laughs> God love you. I pee first. I mean, we're not even going to talk. <laughs> but I mean, but I have to. I mean, I'm not saying, you and I are just in different yeah. seasons of life. Absolutely, we are. And, and it just. Which has been hard because we were in the same season for a very long time. Right. And I will tell you, oh, we're, oh, we're good. It's hard when you're in the crushing season mm-hmm. to put yourself around people who are not in a crushing season. Um, it's some of the people that you need to be around. Um, if, if they're, if they're okay to sit with you sometimes in the crushing mm-hmm. season, but it is very difficult. It is difficult to listen to people who I will use in quotes, normal mm-hmm. life. You know, that is a very, very difficult place to put yourself because you want to be happy. You want to be happy with, with them and for them and experience life with them. But it is, but when you are being crushed, mm-hmm. you just, it's just dang difficult. Yeah. Um, I am looking forward to a time when I can truly, and I'm getting there, not survive life, but love, love life again. Um, I'm grateful for it. I have so many blessings there. And that's something else I try to do is I understand that there are things that, I could be in a place where I, where I'm not, but um, there could be so many worse things is what I guess I'm trying to say. But I'm looking forward to when I can just be excited and I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but it's just, it is dang hard. So you're just talking about waking up and, and I, I really did shout your, shout, your truths out loud to the room. Poor Levi, my dog. Um, You'd be like, what the heck? I understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Levi. <laughs> um, but it reminds me of that prayer that, that floats around. It's, you know, dear God, I've had a great day. You know, this has gone right and this has gone right. And, you know, right. I've eaten right and I had, you know, I've done that. And now I'm about to put my feet on the floor. Right. It's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I totally understand. You know, um, but I believe that there is power in speaking our prayers and our truths out loud. Yeah. The power of the spoken word for, for sure. Out loud. You know, what's interesting about that you say that what's crazy to me is that God could have just taken and just zapped things, whatever. That's not what he did. He spoke it out loud. He Absolutely. said, let there be Let's- light. And mm-hmm. there was light. Um, you know, he used a spoken word. He refers to Jesus as the word. You know, there is power in words, in, in, in our words, mm-hmm. in his words, and in the spoken out loud word. Absolutely. I firmly, I, I love that idea. Um, I'll, 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 I'm going to do it tomorrow morning. We'll see I'm how gonna, that I'm works. Call you. What time are you get up in the morning? 
Um, I get up right now at 6.45. Oh, I can handle that. I thought you were going to say something and be like, that's too early for me. Well, that has changed. My schedule has changed. I was getting up at like 5.50. Oh, that's what time I get up. Okay. Not a minute before. Yeah. So yeah, 6.45 now because I don't have to leave for work until 7.30. Okay. And um, I'm learning to take a shower at night, <laughs> so, I say, so I don't have to set that. So, like, I'm just oh, I I I so remember uh, a trip that we went on. I think were you with us? It was Sophia and Stephanie. Stephanie, yeah, and we you like, <laughs> but it wasn't. It was like a big trip. Like there, I don't. Oh, well, maybe not. Maybe it wasn't even. Maybe it was like a totally different thing. And my brain is merging two memories together, could which be. could be because, you know. We're getting old. It doesn't work right up there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I got to speak it all out loud. Um, I, But I remember being the only one willing to shower at night. Was that at a women's retreat? And I think it was at a women's retreat. No, I was the only that. one willing to shower at night. And then I woke up with like, you know, really good hair because my hair is freakishly cool sometimes until you add humidity <laughs> it's all downhill <laughs> from there but i remember waking up in the morning and being like what'd you do to your hair and nothing i washed it last night and i went to bed no yeah that's what i did no <laughs> right <laughs> I, this for- it was a women's retreat was i remember okay, that okay that i thought you were there yeah uh, and i remember that whole thing um there's nothing wrong with showering at night. It's it's. No. I sleep better, clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so I'm doing that so I can stay in bed. But poor Levi, when I start, I don't. Um, you know, you start shouting into the room. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah, poor yeah, thing. He bad. has he has been with me. I'll tell you what. The past decade decade, I don't think I would have survived without that mm-hmm. without that uh, ministering sp- angel. No. He's a dog, but to me, he's just God has used him in unbelievable ways. Yeah. So, and he's, um, he's 11 this year. I know. So he really has, he's, he's been with me through it all. He really has loyal and faithful. Um, just loves me unconditionally. It's what I've needed. He's a good boy. He is. He's incredible. Um, I liked Levi before I liked, well, okay. I still only like Leo and Levi. Let's not, you know, think that I'm a pet person now. <laughs> um, I want to, uh, this uh, verse that God has given me, um, I just, I want to say it. Um, hmm? It's in Exodus 3, 7 and 8. And it was when, um, it was before the Israelites were free. So they were in slavery. We were in slavery. <laughs> oh my God. We've been quoting Veggie Tales for like a week around here. That's hilarious. It, Cliff and I owned Veggie Tales before we had children. <laughs> So did I. So did, I yeah. love them. I know. And we have been randomly shouting out VeggieTale lyrics or... or That's fun. Or for, yeah, we were in slavery. You'll know that. Look it up. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. I won't quote in VeggieTales, but that's okay. <laughs> Dang it. I know. Sorry. It says, Then the Lord said, I have observed the misery of my people in Egypt and have heard them crying out because of their oppressors. And I know about their suffering. I have come down to rescue them and I will bring them to a good and spacious land. Hmm. And here's my thing. This I pray is the year of a good and spacious land that God has heard 
He hears, he knows the hurt of every single person, but he's leading us to a good and spacious land. And I want to walk into that land in confidence and in freedom. And I don't want to look back. And I pray that for, for everyone that we together will walk to a good and spacious land because that is what God is leading us towards. I don't know um, if this year um, it will be my promised land, but I know that I'm walking towards towards it, and I don't want to look back anymore. We, I can't can't keep looking back. I want to move forward to that good and spacious land that God's calling me to. Mm-hmm. So, um, and to know that that God loved us enough that He would step down into it, and He does. That's what's awesome about Him too is that He has the we have used a lot of cuss words this podcast. We really have, but we 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 covered it when the season began. Good point. So I will say this: this shit that I've experienced for the past decade, God has stepped down into it with me. He has been in the muck and the mire, and He has been there every step of the way. When, times when I've been very very pissed off and angry and questioning Him and doing all of that, He still was there because he heard my cry, he knew my suffering, and he humbled himself and became obedient to the Father, and he stepped down, and he is taking my right hand, and he is leading me to a good and spacious land. But that's not just for me. That's for every single person. And that's exciting to know that because we have a good Father, and he has a good plan. Um, and I just I, – I want – all of us to be confident of that. And there's going to be times that I, that I struggle with it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make it not any less true. It is truth. So it is truth. It is truth. It is truth. I, maybe that's what I will wake up tomorrow saying it is truth. And I will start saying the things that I know to be, to be true. Mm-hmm. about God and about me, about his promises. So it is I think truth. that is an excellent way to start the day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cliff has daily affirmation, daily affirmations. Yes. And I, that I, he listens to recorded in his own voice every day. I, I, I know that. Also, from- my husband loves to hear his own voice. <laughs> <laughs> she fired. <laughs> Where were we? I don't even. We. I guess we were home, but he had his earbud. Well, he got these new um, earbuds that he can sleep in, so they don't go in his ears, but they lay like oh. right on the outside of your ear. So sometimes, if it's really loud, I can hear it. And Megan's like, "What's Dad listening to?" I'm like, "Himself." <laughs> Steffi, I just love you. And, um, you know, it's, I just, yeah, yeah, I just love you. So you need to, you need to work on your daily affirmations. Yeah. I won't be speaking to my, I mean, I That's won't be okay. recording. I, I I'll record yours. You record mine. How's that oh, sound? That would actually be. Oh, the dog got in. That would actually okay. be a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Let him down. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Leo came to say hi. <laughs> hi, Leo. It's, it's okay. Oh. Oh, my mom has been gone so long. I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's okay. All right. All right, you take him. He's got that... Uh, that outside smell. That outside smell, yeah. which I still don't like. 
I'll be back in a minute. And that's truth, too. Yeah, that's truth. I don't like the outside smile. You come in, I'll be like, you stink. Go away. <laughs> you never like the outside. I don't. I really, I really don't. And I love it. I know. I, I think that that is... I, I... <laughs> Cliff and I are going on a weekend away to Colorado, where you do outside stuff in the snow. <laughs> yeah, none of that goes... How did I get signed up for this trip? No, I'm really... I told him, you know... I stay in the house. Beautiful view of the mountains. That'd be awesome. Which I'm telling you, I told you this at dinner. Um, there is nothing visually to me that I have seen in this world that defines majestic like the Rocky Mountains covered in snow. The first time I saw it, I was like, oh, "Now I understand what majestic means." I can't wait to see that myself. It is. A stunning sight. I absolutely love it. I loathe snow. I loathe being cold. Cold. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I loathe being outside. (laughs) So basically, stay inside the house. Look at the majestic mountains. I'm going to take take a book. And sit by the fire. And a box of hot chocolate. (laughs) That's right. And build a fire. Uh That's a a good weekend. Yeah. That sounds like a perfect weekend to Mm -hmm. me. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm happy for you. Thank you. But I never did like that outside smell. And I grew up on a farm. Maybe that's why you don't like it. Probably. Everywhere you turn, it smells like cow poop. Everywhere you turn. God love it. Okay. Anyway, affirmations. I like the idea of doing it in each other's voices. I think that that is really cool. Mm-hmm. We yeah. might have to work on that. All right. I like that idea. All right. I have to come up with mine. <laughs> I'd probably need to come up with mine too. So, you know, <laughs> maybe we should do that first. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll like have to it. talk about that. All right. That, that, I like that. I do too. I like that a lot. Y'all, thank you for being on this journey with us. Yeah. I know I say the same thing after every episode. And I feel like sometimes it can get repetitive. But we are on a journey ourselves. You can tell I am, y'all. I get it. I understand. Y'all are like, can you get off that dang journey, Sarah? No, because no, because the only way to get off the journey, I know. I'm just is saying. to begin in heaven. I know. I'm just. I'm just being silly. I know you are. But in a moment of seriousness, the only way off this journey is to be gone from this earth. Sometimes the journey is harder than we ever anticipated it would be. Sometimes the path is not the way that we intended to go. And sometimes someone drives our damn cart off the path themselves. And we have to steer it back some way, somehow. We are all on a journey. We're all in different places of our journey. If anything from ours helps yours, we're doing what God called us to do. We love each and every one of you from the entirety of our hearts. That is so true. Thank you for being on this journey with us. And until next time, live your life authentically.